Percussion Play has created a range of beautiful outdoor musical and percussion instruments that are being enjoyed by children in camps across America. From xylophones, chimes, drums, to floor pianos, Percussion Play's instruments help to create an inclusive environment for everyone to play, learn, and importantly, have fun. Camps are creating musical gardens, providing a space to support children's self-confidence, social development, and growth. Percussion Play is committed to making musical expression accessible to everyone, everywhere. To see how outdoor musical instruments can transform your camp, go to percussionplay.com. Welcome back to another episode of the Camp Wire podcast. I'm your host, Lauren McMillan, and we are so excited to chat all things staffing today as we dive into the third annual Staffing Summit event coming up on October 30th through November 1st. With me today, I have Kim Acock and Dave Schiff, who are the co-chairs of the event, and Dr. Jamie Hardy-Willet and Jolly Corley, who are two of the event keynote speakers. Kim and Dave, can you tell us a little bit about the origins of the Staffing Summit event and what are some things folks can look forward to for this year's event? Well, we started in 2021 as a way for Project Real Job to really bring some synergy and collaboration about most things staffing um, and particularly staff recruiting, staff hiring and staff retention. And we've decided to keep it virtual just because we really believe that it's important to stay accessible to as many camps as possible. We know there are camps out there who hire 500 staff and have large full-time team dedicated to staffing all year, while others are holding other jobs and putting their staff team together at night and on the weekends. So this is really an event for, for all of those people. Dave, tell us what's going on that's new for 2023. Uh, we are really excited for what's new this year. Uh, we'll start with our anchor quote. Every year we've chosen something that we feel like can be a common thread amongst uh, those that are attending the event. And this year it's start by doing what is necessary, then what is possible, and suddenly you're doing the impossible. And that was said by St. Francis of Azizi. And we view that as, as a quote that reflects a lot of what's happened over the last few years. In 2020, we were just coming out into the pandemic and some camps were open, some camps weren't. Whoever was, was just doing what was necessary, trying to get staff in and train them and, and, and make sure that the kids had a, a positive experience. In 21 and into 22, we were thinking, all right, camp is possible. How do we move forward? How do we continue uh, our, our traditions? And in 2023 and beyond, now we're thinking, what is uh, possible? What, what haven't we been able to accomplish? How do we move forward? And so hopefully the summit will give people that opportunity to um, build on, on all of their achievements over the last few years. Um, while this is a three-day conference, we offer uh, follow-up opportunities um, to continue the collaboration. Um, there are in-person meetings at the regional and, of course, the national conference and virtual collaboration sessions in January and March. Um, so this is something that we feel like is, is really a kickoff to the hiring season. And of course, if you've seen uh, the promo video that we filmed for the for the conference, uh, you saw Kim in her hot dog 
uh, costume. And so the conference is happening on uh, Halloween this year. And so we're making a challenge to anybody that can come in costume uh, on October 31st to uh, top Kim and her hot dog costume. Will there be a costume contest? There is a costume contest. We want people that, to come okay. dress, and we're excited to see uh, what people can bring out. But we know Kim has set that bar with that. With that, hot she dog. really has. I saw the video. I saw the hot dog. It, that's going to be hard to beat. Um, but in all seriousness, this sounds absolutely wonderful, and this is such a great event that is really meeting a need in the camping industry. Can you tell us more about what we can expect for speakers and content this year? Sure. We actually, this is crazy, but we had almost a hundred session proposals and we can only pick 40, you know, we have 40 slots. And so it was really hard for our committee to kind of dive down, dial it down to what we really, you know, was going to be most important for this year. So mental health, of course, rose to the top as a big category. Um, there's some new angles to recruiting that we're really excited about. There will be some lessons learned from sorority and fraternity uh, recruitment, in addition to creating partnerships with higher ed institutions. Um, you'll hear about staff burnout, some legal aspects of hiring from our camp lawyer friends, exciting new research from ACA and other folks. Um, and Dave, what about those panels? That's one of the favorite parts about the staffing summit. Yeah, we're, we're really excited to uh, offer some best practices related to hosting international staff members. Uh, there's also going to be a, a panel about transitioning from camper to CIT or LIT and then to staff member. And then we've invited Indiana University students to share their experience. Uh, some of them may have worked at camps, other, others might not have worked at camps, and uh, whether they're planning on returning to camps or why they might not work at camps, uh, hearing from students is something that we feel like is critical to, uh, you know, helping people learn about what uh, potential employees want from their summer experience. Um, we also have a range of, of affinity groups uh, and, and regions and industry experts represented amongst our speakers. Uh, we've really gotten so many people from so many different places that want to uh, share um, their knowledge on, on staffing. Incredible. Well, that sounds like an amazing lineup of really diverse topics and speakers this year. I'd love personally to hear more about our keynote speakers. Dr. Jamie Hardy-Willet, can you share with us your background and interest in mental health as it relates to this generation? And can you give us an inside peek as to what we can expect from your keynote address and breakout session? Absolutely. So my entire, I guess you could say adult professional career has been in higher education and mental health. Um, I say my adult career because my first real job was a camp counselor. And before that, I was a camper for all of the time that I can remember. So it's been a really special experience to be able to bring some of what I have learned and developed over in the higher ed mental health world into the camp world. So um, as we all know, the newest generation of anyone is always in uh, college or, or college age folks. And those tend to be our people who are our newest camp counselors. Um, I myself identify as a millennial and we are now on to Gen Z. And I remember uh, feeling like uh, there were so much uh, misunderstanding around what our generation was like and why we were doing the things that we were doing. And now I'm finding myself within uh, a population of 
uh, employers who are hiring the newer generation. And some of those same feelings are starting to come up about, you know, what's wrong with these people and, you know, why are they doing the things that they do? And so this keynote opportunity is going to be a chance for us to hopefully shift the perspective from what's wrong with these new generation of camp counselors to what's going on with them, what has happened to them, what has occurred in their upbringing, just in the time that they've been alive, that um, may impact how they interact with work, how they communicate, um, and also uh, what they're experiencing mental health-wise. That is a decreasing taboo um, for our newer generation um, it may not be decreasing as quickly for, for those of us who are not within the Gen Z world. And so um, I'm excited to bring in some of those perspectives as well, um, given that mental health has a lot to do with risk management and retention, where we're being attentive to folks, but also um, making sure that the right people are feeling like they're in the right place to um, you know, carry out their responsibilities as a camper or camp counselor. So um, I am really excited to bring all of those things together. And then just a, another thing about me, I am an improviser. Um, if you can't tell through the energy that comes through <laughs> my voice when I speak, um, I love the opportunity to bring in play and fun and humor um, whenever it's necessary, right? To varying degrees, depending on what the topic is. Um, but I learned um, in my own experience of advancing through mental health, that um, really acknowledging the fact that I'm still a human and the, and the human part of um, being expected to care for others. I think oftentimes it's um, not so spoken of about caring for the leader and um, making sure that those leaders, yes, they gain the skills that they need, but they do um, also need to be attentive to the capacity that they have within themselves. And so, um, play is a creative human thing. Um, and it tends to uh, go over well with adults. So um, really excited to bring all of those things to camp and staffing this year. Thank you for sharing all that. And I think you touched on so many different uh, views and perspectives that I think our attendees will really be able to relate to. So I'm personally just very excited about um, to hear your sessions. And mental health is such a hot topic in camping and staffing right now. And I love that we'll have both a keynote and breakout sessions focused on this topic and what supporting staff can and should look like. So we can't wait to hear more from you. Now, Jolly, we know that you're a guru of all things staff culture. Can you share with us your background and what we can expect from your keynote address and your breakout session? Absolutely. Um, first of all, Dr. Hardy Ulay, I really um, was super excited. I would, I would like try to be your new best friend if we lived closer. Um, I <laughs> actually was talking about play and impromptu um, energy. Those who know my background know that I was a theater major, in particular in impromptu, um, improvisational acting, so a lot of impromptu kind of things. So um, I loved hearing that, and of course, passionate about mental health. And so my background comes from having been a camper, a 4-H camper, church camp camper, and then getting my first job as a counselor at 15. And we talked about this generational, uh, Dr. Hardy Willey talked about generational. I'm in the generation 
above her, <laughs> not below. And, you know, we were babysitting by age 11. And then apparently, as in my job, we were a camp counselor by 15. So I was a 4-H uh, counselor at Camp Shackamack at age 15 years old. And that started me on a trajectory that I didn't see, to be really honest, um, going into the camp direction, but definitely on leadership and being part of community. Um, and so my background has been in uh, leadership development, um, in particular group dynamics and um, conflict management. So this brings me to what I am bringing to the Staffing Summit in my keynote, and that is building a camp culture. I know it's no shock to anyone who has uh, heard me um, speak or seen uh, even Kim and I together. One of the things in this particular keynote that I want to um, touch on is that competition I think we're feeling right now in that we are competing with internships and family obligations. And my nephew just recently got a job for um, almost $18 an hour, and he is 19. Um, and so we're competing with that. Um, and so I want to um, talk about how building a culture can help um, us create a community that staff want to come to return to start with. Uh, regardless of the other things that are happening around us. But we have to be really creative and thoughtful in that process. And I think understanding a lot of what Dr. Hardy uh, Willey is going to be talking about. So I love that, but I think I'm at a bookend. I think I'm at the end. You guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But um, I'm going to be super excited to watch um, and listen um, from uh, Dr. Hardy Willey's uh, because I think a lot of it will tie together when we understand the mental health and the reasons that uh, people in this generation are doing or what they've experienced will help us create the culture that they crave. So I'm excited to bring that to you. Yeah, I'm so glad that you said that, Jolly. I just want to, you know, high five you right back, right? And <laughs> it's um such a such an important thing to talk about culture, right? There's so many other um, key points that are important for for any employer to um, to be attentive to. But um, when we're talking about culture, we're really talking about the environment that our people exist within. So um, shout out to our organizers for this year, because it seems like you all have really put together a solid opportunity um, for growth and engagement. Thank you, Jolly. That sounds incredible. And yes, Jamie, absolutely agree. So staff culture and creating a healthy, positive culture among your staff can be really key to a successful summer and experience for staff and campers. I think we're all really excited for your sessions and to dive more into this important topic. Dave, can you share with us a little more of what we can expect from the third keynote address, Richard Corain? Yes, we're, we're staying on the same topic. We often hear how happy counselor, counselor translates to a happy camp community. And Union Square Hospitality, where Richard Corain is the COO, uh, used that idea in building a restaurant empire, including Shake Shack and many New York City fine dining establishments. They have a track record of over 20 years of putting employees' interests at the top of their priority while pushing industry standards. They've enacted family leave policies and provide other benefits not usually granted to restaurant employees. They are a place where, like camps, they really want to push the boundaries to make sure that their staff know they're a place where they belong, where uh, they, they care about them. And, and, and they've had a track record of their employees staying at the jobs 
really long time and, and, and making positive contributions in and around their communities. Um, so we're looking forward to Richard joining us to make connections to how camps can emulate their success and, and hear more about the best practices that they've established in, in both their small restaurants and you know the Shake Shacks you know, that they've built all around the country. This sounds like such an awesome lineup of keynote speakers and content for this year's staffing summit. I think this event just gets better and better every single year. So with this being a virtual event, what are some creative ways you've built connection of the participants into the event? You know, in a virtual platform, sometimes it can be hard to network, share ideas, and even connect with other professionals. So how are you all creating space and opportunity for folks to connect? Great question, Lauren. We are we put a lot of thought into this because we know from attending, you know, many, many in-person conferences ourselves, we know that a lot of the learning and the the uh, getting new ideas happens in the hallways or as you're waiting for the person to, you know, the session to start or while you're in the Starbucks line waiting for coffee or something. Um, and so we've, we've woven some opportunities in. So this three-day event truly feels like a conference for those people who choose to kind of to go in for the long haul and, and join us for all three days. So at the beginning of every day and the end of every day, we have opportunities for folks to come together. We call these collaboration hubs. And this is the spirit of the Staffing Summit is truly collaboration. How can we, you know, some one person's challenges is another person's success. And so how can we link up those ideas so that somebody can feel supported and get new ideas from somebody who may have struggled before and now is seeing some movement in a positive direction? So we have some topics that will um, we'll kind of get us kicked off and then we'll have different room choices so you can go to the room that makes most sense for your situations. So we'll talk about things like staff appreciation, um, how to hire specialty and support staff. We all wanna probably to, to go on to Jolly's comment about the $18 an hour, what are we paying our staff? Compensation, salaries, um, ways to hire, and maybe even thinking about some new ways to hire because we now have been introduced to AI technology, right? Um, how to support our international staff and support their culture. So those are just a few of our, our topics. Um, and then another way that we have that we found has been really sort of a, a key part of the, the staffing summit that we will continue is we have a Padlet and we will give a link to the Padlet and it will be up through the entire event and then it stays up following the event so the conversation can continue. But it's really used for that. It's for conversations. Anyone can start a conversation and other people can chime in and share ideas or I've tried this or what do you think about that? Um, you can put pop in links and resources and photos and all kinds of stuff. Plus we can also use it for those collaboration hubs to kind of capture the highlights from the different conversations that are being held because we know we can't be in all the rooms at once. So, um, so we're really excited about those opportunities to kind of get in the hallways and meet people and have those conversations just like in-person conferences. Yeah, oh, that is awesome. I love the creative ways that you've built connection and networking into this large virtual event space. It's so wonderful that professionals can exchange ideas through these different platforms during the summit. So y'all, 
this whole event sounds really amazing. So I have a few follow-up questions. One, can people still register? And right alongside that, is this event affordable? And how can folks take advantage of all of the content? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, registration is is peaking. We are still open and, and registration is open through the whole event. Uh, people can register on the ACA website by looking up the 2023 Staffing Summit event page. Uh, we are past the early bird rate, but uh, this event is even uh, affordable uh, at a regular rate. Um, so it starts at just $65 for a student and Epic professionals, and it's $100 at regular rates. Um, it's a can't miss deal. And we know because this event does have a lot of sessions, it's really, really hard to choose. Like, which one am I going to go to, right? Um, because they're all extremely relevant and, and you know, kind of give us that little jumpstart that we need for our staffing season for 2024. So not only do you get to participate live, but anyone who registers gets access to the recordings um, of those three days of the event. And they're available for a full 30 days following the event. So you can go back, you can rewatch sessions or watch sessions that were of interest, but you just couldn't be two places at the same time. So it's a great way to get a lot of content. And really that whole conference lasts for a month. And then as Dave mentioned, we continue it on into um, some follow-up sessions virtually and in person the months after the staffing summit. I mean, even just the fact that you can tune into this and attend the event right from the comfort of your your camp or your home. It's just, I mean, what an amazing value for the event and all of the wonderful content. So I really hope people take advantage of this. And it's awesome that folks have access to the event content for 30 days after the event. I mean, like how often do you get that even if you just go to an in-person conference? Like usually it's, that's one and done. So this is amazing, you guys. Before we wrap up, is there anything else that any of you would like to share about the third annual Staffing Summit event? I'm going to say yes, Lauren, and that is I'm going to pull out my hot dog costume again for this event, and I challenge everyone to, on October 31st, to wear your costume. We're camp people, right? This is what we do, and so um, we'll see you in your costume. I got to go figure out my costume. Dave, Jolly, Jamie, anything else you want to add? Sounds like I've got a costume to find. No. <laughs> Oh, well, thank you all so much for spending time with us today and sharing an inside look into the Staffing Summit. We're counting down the days until the event kicks off on October 30th. For more information or to register, please visit www.acacamps.org forward slash events. You know what? I'm just going to put the link in the show notes, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> Check out the show notes for more information. Be sure to register. Save your spot. You guys, you don't want to miss this. So thank you all again for joining. It was awesome chatting with you. And there you have it. Be sure to register for the 2023 Staffing Summit coming up. You can check the links in the show notes for more information as well as the registration page and to check out the promo video with Kim and her hot dog costume. As always, be sure to follow the American Camp Association across social media platforms at ACA Camps. And if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe, like, and share this podcast. Thanks for tuning in and we'll talk to you next time.